0: Hey everyone, it's Artie back with another episode. I'm, I've am i lost count, I think it's episode 12 or 13 now um, for the Coffee Talks podcast. Today I'm joined by Paul the Unwise from Dragon Crypto Gaming. How are you doing today, Paul? Hi Artie, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me here. its It's good to be here. Yeah, no, thank you for coming. Thank you for making the time. Alright, Paul, tell us a bit about Dragon Crypto Gaming. What is it?
1: Of course, yeah. So Dragon Crypto Gaming uh, is basically a Gamify uh, company that's looking to introduce Gamify to the blockchain. Uh, We currently have two offerings. Uh, The first is something called Tiny uh, Dragon Arena, which is out now around five, six months, let's say. Uh, Basically, it's a limited edition uh, 1000 NFT set uh, of Tiny Dragons, as the name implies. Um, And what happens is if you own one of these NFTs, you can enter a tourney style battle. Um, with up awesome. to 16 other players, um, and yeah, basically it's like any tournament. Uh, you fight against, <clears throat> excuse me, you fight against somebody. Uh, the winner goes on to the next round, and so on until you have uh, a winner. And the top three winners take uh, part of the prize pool. Now, something to note: it doesn't always have 16 players. Uh, it can have as little as four players, uh, depending on the uh, match that is being played at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a, that, that as I said, that's been out for five six months now i can't remember the exact time it's it's crypto time you know you know yourself <laughs> well, uh, yeah so uh i think we have nearly a thousand matches played in that at this stage now oh, wow. um yeah so that's our more casual offering um and was our initial offering what we are currently doing is creating something called the legend of orm draconis uh so this is a more in-depth game it's a play and earn fantasy rpg <clears throat> that combines unit ownership and sustainable uh, economics. So what the Legend of or- Orm Draconis is, is, a, as I mentioned, it's an immersive fantasy RPG. Yeah. You will be able to train your party of heroes, uh, gain experience to boost your stats via either combat or crafting. So we offer two routes. Uh, you can go the more peaceful builder slash crafter, or the more you know typical RPG build, which is a, a warrior or a mage or an archer, whatever it may be. So, yeah, um, while you play the game, you're going to be able to choose your favorite equipment combinations from a pretty vast range of powerful weapons, armor and items. Uh, And by vast, I mean vast. So we have nearly 2000 unique uh, icons for the NFTs. But wow. they combine in millions of different ways. So you could have, for example, the the Dagger of Speed, the Dagger of Endurance, of luck, or any combination thereof um, from one of the items, for example. So so there's, there's millions of combinations that you can have for this. Uh, so what you do is you can, if you go the Warrior build, you can defeat hordes of enemies uh, of rising difficulties to obtain increasingly valuable loot and work your way through the main crest to defeat the Golden Dragon on Draconis himself
0: Right This sounds very uh, Dungeons and Dragons
1: Inspired Is that correct? Exactly. Uh, I mean, the team are pretty much nerds. Uh, I think we're all, uh, it's kind of obvious. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this (laughs) sounds very familiar. (laughs) Dungeons and
0: Dragons and and (laughs)
1: crypto? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's inspired by many different things. Dungeons and Dragons, one of them. Diablo is another. Uh, Heroes of Might and Magic, and many more. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much, you know. We're the people that live in our mother's basement, basically, when, when you think of us.
0: <laughs> no, that that sounds really cool. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Um wow, okay. So I guess first question I have is how did the team meet each other? How did you guys get together? Was there like initial discussion, like hey, we want to make a project, and you guys are trying to hone in on what that project was? Well, how did it go from the from the very start?
1: yeah so uh, basically when we all got into crypto as you do you find new people you find new groups and uh, I became a part of a, a small group that was uh, invested in many similar clients, had the same mindset, kind of gave everybody advice and you know kind of we, we all just kind of helped each other out And uh, one of the guys in that chat, uh, Sam the wise, um, basically one day approached the, the whole lot of us and said listen, I'm planning on creating a game. Um, I've been creating games since I was a teenager. It's kind of what I do. as a passion. It's my hobby. And I want to bring that to crypto because, well, as you can clearly see in this chat, I am mad into crypto as well, which he was. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. he was like, I want to combine my two favorite passions. I want to create a gamified project. And, uh, yeah, I need help. I can't do it alone, basically um so a few of us responded positively um there was four of us at the time Uh, well five of us a total including sam of course uh but four of us in the chat basically responded yes that sounds good um we're in we're all nerds what you've described sounds good sorry he had described at this stage that it was a a fantasy-based rpg he was planning to create and yeah we all said yes that sounds fantastic i love dragons i love fantasy i love Diablo and of all of these <laughs> things that you've mentioned. So yes, let's do this. Uh, and Yeah, the rest is history. We pretty much went from there. Uh, we eventually recruited two more people to the team. So uh, we basically hired some CMs to manage the community back in the, the early days. And uh, we quite enjoyed uh, their, their work ethic. And uh, we got along with them very well. So we offered them uh, to, to, to join us as part of the team. And that's how we came to be. So there's seven of us at the moment, seven core team members, and uh, yeah, th- that that's obviously a very brief overview of how we met and, and, <laughs> and the history. So, yeah, no, that
0: that's okay. That's awesome. Um, and the next question I have, which is on the polar opposite end, is where do you where do you see Dragon Crypto Gaming placed end of this year? Because obviously you guys launched last year, and you obviously you just went through how you guys met. Where do you guys want to be by the end of 2022? And where, you guys, where do you guys want to be at the end of, well, not end of Dragon Crypto Gaming, but like your progression? Where do you want to progress to with this?
1: Of course. So, uh, you know, leaving aside the whole what we want to do with the game itself, uh, I think yeah. at the end of 2022, we'd like to see ourselves as one of the leading games on Avalanche, um, at least. Uh, so that's obviously, you know, lofty goals. But um, <laughs> one thing to notice is that we do actually have a game offering. Um, an RPG game that you can play right now uh, sure. it's only in beta it's not in the live chain so you will have to use the, the Fuji test net to, uh, to to play this but I mean we have a game you know it's playable it's an actual RPG game it's not just a gamified yield farm uh, so we yeah. think uh, when we release this, the fact that we have an actual game offering, combine it with some marketing, uh, the community that we already have, uh, and everything else that goes along with it, the tokenomics, the actual gameplay, and so on and so forth, we're hoping that uh, it, it takes off uh, quite soon, and yeah, by the end of the year we hope to be one of the uh, leading Uh, Gamify projects on Avalanche. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot involved in this. Uh, It's not just a matter of releasing the game to the live chain and saying, yeah, look at us, come come play our game, and and we become a leading chain. We'll have, obviously, massive ongoing changes as we go on. Uh, we'll have a land management system introduced by the end of the year, for example. Um, one of the first uh, major priorities of ours is to also improve the combat system. Uh, so At the moment, the combat system is a text-based uh, combat system, uh, reminiscent of something like, I don't know, Dwarf Fortress. i not sure of anyone if you're familiar with it, but uh, it, it's a text-based sort of combat game. Um, but yeah, we, we, we plan on upgrading this to a more Heroes of might magic style uh battle <clears throat> no I, i'm not sure if you're familiar with it but if you just google any of the early heroes on Void of might magic you'll see the kind of battle system we're going for uh so yeah that combined with many other things we have in the pipeline uh is kind of what we're going to do to drive this development and this sort of popularity
0: no that that sounds awesome um i haven't played those games but i will be looking them up after this to see what i'm going to be dealing with end of 2022 and how much i'll be invested in this <laughs> yeah all my childhood were in those games <laughs> right. i'm still waiting for someone to make runescape and avalanche Sea chain but i don't think it's going to happen i about that <laughs> that's the kind of nerd i was but um yes. awesome where so you currently have six people on the team is that correct uh we have seven seven people on the team are yep. they full how many of them are full-time
1: and how many of them are part-time uh, most of us are part-time for now uh, yeah. we're starting to trans- transition to more full-time work so one of our developers has recently gone full-time um, a second cool. one of our developers the, the lead, Sam himself, is uh, transitioning from, to full-time as well uh, so yeah, th- those two are definitely going to be full-time uh, the rest of us, we're just going to wait and see how things uh, develop, um, I mean, technically I'm not full-time, uh, I do have a, a Fiat job, but realistically I am full-time yeah, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I uh, yeah uh, you, you sympathize there so I yeah
0: even yeah go ahead sorry no i sympathize it's you're hired part-time but you're working full-time hours
1: <laughs> exactly exactly so even while i'm on my fiat job i'm kind of like on discord or doing a little bit of programming <laughs> yeah. to the side and then as soon as that finishes i spend a good like 10 11 hours working away so it's yeah. pretty much a full-time job without the uh full-time sort of uh, job title let's just say <laughs> i can definitely understand
0: that yes Right. Awesome. Um, Well, tell us more about the DCAU token and
1: DCAR token as well of course yeah so uh, dragon crypto gaming offers two tokens so dcau and dcr as you just mentioned uh so au is latin it's a short for aurum which is latin for gold and aor is latin is short for agenti which is latin for silver so dragon gold and dragon silver respectively uh so dcau was already released um, and fully minted and is now fully deflationary so we had Mm -hmm. 155,000 tokens in total um, of those 155,000, we've burned, I think, just about 2,000 tokens now at this stage. So we have 153,000 tokens remaining. And that's before the game actually goes live on the uh, actual C-Chain itself. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, so uh, so uh, DCAU is basically the entry point into the system. So every hero NFT that is purchased is going to be via DCAU. Um, so that's whether you mint it off air site ourselves or whether you get it in the marketplace so the marketplace is going to be a secondary uh, trading platform we have in game it's going to be completely player run so for example you may buy a a mint hero off us and then train him for a week or two until he has certain stats or they have certain stats and then you can sell them on the secondary marketplace for more than the mint price for example because you have put effort into developing this character um Yeah, one thing to note, uh, it's a very important thing to note. It's something that we have sort of uh, insisted on since the start, is that our hero mints are going to be pegged to the US dollar. So they will... Yep, so there will always be $100 regardless of the token price action itself. So it does not matter how much DCAU is worth. Um, If it's worth $100, it will take one DCAU to mint the character. If it's worth $1,000, it will take 0.1 DCAU to mint the character. Um, So this kind of came about because, well... As we've as we've already established, we're all nerds. So obviously, we <laughs> love games and we love sort of playing games. And one of the earliest uh, forays into into uh, the crypto space was obviously to try to find a game to play. And what we found is, and what you may know, is that to play games, the more popular games. It's exceedingly expensive. I mean, you're talking a minimum of three thousand dollars just to get into some of yep. these games, <laughs> and that yeah, that's just a bare minimum. I mean, y- you'd probably need to put five or six to get get a full good team in. If hello, uh,
0: what happened there? Oh, I think am i back yeah you're back sorry I, I think i don't know if i clicked on mute or if you clicked on mute but you start talking and i saw that your microphone was muted so i was like crap
1: okay where did you lose me i'll start from there again <laughs>
0: sorry that's um, all good <laughs> no so where i lost you from was you were explaining how the gaming gaming is currently exceedingly expensive and we're paying a thousand dollars just to get into it Right exactly. To. Yes, that's all right. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So yeah, right. we're all nerds and, and that's what we wanted to get into. And we just found it was way outside our budgets. Um, you can't, oh, well, I cannot justify spending three to $6,000 just no. to play a game. So no. yeah. So what we decided to take a different approach and we pegged the, the DCA, sorry, the mint price to a, an actual stable coin. And that, that applies to all actions in game. Uh, so one thing so to left, note.
0: Yep, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. So you've left the barrier of entry low. Well, obviously compared exactly. to everything else, you've left the barrier of entry low, which means more people. Well, it's more accessible to more people. Because exactly, I'm not. I'm. I'm with you. I'm not spending five thousand dollars to play a game. I don't care what the game is. I'm spending <laughs> five thousand dollars to play it. One hundred yep. US. One hundred USD at this rate, and well, even because I play a lot of games too, even for well to buy a game that's a reasonable price like that is on the expensive side but it's cheap for crypto and it's pretty average for games that you buy on steam or wherever you play so yeah i can understand that price
1: yeah exactly i mean if you look at a steam game a triple a game or, or, or whatever it's obviously a little bit more expensive you know you, you tend to spend between what 60 and 80 depending on the console on the uh platform you're playing and the game you're playing uh t- to get an actual game but one thing to note about this is that's play and earn you know you don't just pay 100 quid that's and true. then you play the game and that's that you pay 100 quid you play the game and now you can actually earn money from playing the game uh sometimes much more money than you've actually put into the game uh, yeah so uh yeah so obviously entry uh was something very important to us um so the more people that can play the better obviously the more popular the game gets with, with the more people that plays uh, the more popular the game gets and our tokenomics uh, benefit greatly from more people playing so yes it is expensive as i mentioned compared to a triple a game but as I also mentioned you can earn money uh playing this game so once you enter the game, uh, your DCAU can then be used in the marketplace. Uh, sorry, back to the tokenomics. Yeah, I got a little bit sidetracked. Sorry, going into that uh, sort of, <laughs> that angle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, DCAU is used to mint the characters, and it's also used to purchase the characters in the secondary marketplace. It's also used in equipment. So if you want to buy armor or weapons, uh, DCAU is the token to use to do that. Um, as well as that, it's going to be used in the uh, healer's hut to heal yourself after battles, um, or the inn to rent and get more turns uh so at the moment that's the uh, oh it's also used as an entry point at the moment for the tiny dragon arena so that's what you pay yeah. as an entry fee so that's all the uses for dcau at the moment um and that brings us to dca or which is our upcoming token uh so the ido i believe uh, should be made at 30th uh two more weeks basically uh, it was originally going to be earlier, but we delayed it due to the market conditions on advice from pretty much everybody. That uh, <laughs> was not good to release now. <laughs> yeah, So we're like, okay, okay, everybody's telling this. Maybe we should listen to literally everybody. Uh, so we delayed till the 30th of May. Um, so DCR is going to be our crafting token. Um, so that's going to be related to everything crafting. So when you come into the game, um, as I mentioned, you can either fight. Or you can go the more peaceful building sort of craft or gatherer uh, path. So um, DCO will be used to repair broken equipment, for example. It will be used to craft new equipment, which is going to be a pretty large amount of gameplay. Uh, it's also going to be used in the marketplace for uh, for for crafting materials. So anything that you've gathered, be it raw material or or refined material. So for example, iron ore, um, or Iron bars, uh, smelted iron bars, for example. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to buy or sell that, it will be used, in D- the token use will to be DCA-OR. Uh, R, sorry. I've been told I don't pronounce my ORs correctly, or my <laughs> R's correctly, so I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. Uh, that's my Irish accent coming true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as well as that, it will be used in our upcoming land management system, so everything will be done in DCA-OR, whether you buy the land itself or you build something on the land itself. And by that, I mean, for example, we will be offering many, many different buildings to build. Uh, Some of them will be more utility based. Some of them will be more just show off based. You know, if you want this to look aesthetically pleasing, you can build certain items to, to make it look nice so you can show off to your friends. Or you could build, for example, a marketplace. And what the marketplace will do is entitle you to a small percentage of all marketplace fees Throughout the entirety of the game, so any single marketplace transaction, a small percentage will be shared among all marketplace owners on their land. Uh, you can do the same then with forges, uh, with blacksmiths, um, and you know marketplace. Uh, sorry, I said yeah, and so on and so forth. There, will be building to to share in all of the fees basically. As well as that, you can build other kind of buildings. So more resource based. So if you're a crafter, you obviously need certain amount of materials. So you may want to build a lumber uh, yard. Which will give you a particular amount of wood per day or a farm which will give you a particular amount of leather um and yeah so on and so forth for all of the materials that we have That's uh awesome. so yeah that that and obviously we will be adding more uh utility to dcar as we go on um so dragon breeding will be introduced and that will use dcar for example um and we have yeah many more plans for 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 dcar and dcau in the future but they're at least short to mid-term plans uh, for both tokens um So as for the tokenomics of both, uh, they have the same tokenomics. They're both deflationary. Uh, DCAR is obviously not deflationary just yet because it's going to be released and it's obviously going to be minted and it's it's going to be inflationary for for the first while. Um, But basically, the more people that play the game, uh, the more deflationary the tokens are. So every single transaction I've just mentioned, uh, be it buying land uh, on the marketplace, uh, minting a hero, healing, et cetera, et cetera, the mechanics, the tokenomics for that is 20% of the fee is immediately burned so it's automatically sent to the burn address oh, wow. 5% is added to the ecosystem fund which will fund future development uh, and also ongoing costs of course like server costs yeah. and 75% goes back into the in-game treasury reward so basically when you fight on the planes you don't just get NFTs as loot, uh, so equipment armor, but you also get tokens and that will be constantly topped up by the tokenomic model that we have in place um, so yeah, that, that's uh, I, I, I kind of waffled a little bit there and went a little bit off track for, on, on, on some tangents, but they're, they're the basic <laughs> tokenomics of DCAU and DCR. You know,
0: it's very clear that you're passionate about the project. and That's, <laughs> yes. that's a lot of what matters. Um, I have to say this is, I've spoken, as you probably know, I've spoken to a, a lot of different teams, a lot of different projects. Yep. This is probably one of the most ambitious ones I've ever heard of. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> uh, we're definitely that, ambitious, but we are backing it up with solid progress. So. Yeah, no, of yep. course.
0: You guys have over 10,000 followers. Your website it looks really nice. You can connect already. You guys already have an alpha out. And you have a lot of partners and supporters. So, yeah. Yes. That is awesome. Having a, Trader Joe there, Avalanche, Tailcraft, Pangolin. Even adventurers Doubt. No, that's yes. um, yep. that, that's really cool. I am definitely looking forward to the end of 2022 just to see how this progresses. This awesome. is uh, definitely one of the mo- more ambitious projects on Avalanche, which is what we need effectively. Like because I remember there was a time in Avalanche where everything was a Dex. We only had Dexes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then gaming came out, and then we had the same game, but it was, it was just reskinned. So. Yep. Yes, we need something new to freshen up the place. I think
1: so uh, exactly. I'm very excited to see this. Yeah, and we, we think the gamified season is coming. To be honest, uh, I mean, up until now, game, you know, games. Uh, I'm, I'm doing the air quotes there, but games <laughs> have basically just been gamified yield, yield farms. Oh, sorry, my voice went there. So yeah, just gamified yield farms where it's a nice little skin and it looks good, but in reality, you're just staking one token and earning another token or the same token. Yeah, you might as, as well be min- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean that that's all it is, uh, let's be honest. I mean it's it's what you're doing. <laughs> it's just with a fancy interface that makes people think, "Oh, this is a cool game." But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is a yeah. Cool game. I'm, I'm pulling my funds in. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's um so, yeah, we're offering something solid and actual, you know, in a game. It's not just a gamified year farm. It's a yeah. game. It's it's something where you level up your heroes. You assign stat points. You get more powerful. You equip armor and weapons. You, you increase your strength. You fight progressively stronger enemies or craft progressively better armor and weapons, which you can then sell, and so on and so forth. It's, it's the full RPG experience. If you've ever played an RPG, you will be right at home playing this game because you will know exactly what's going on. Right. No that that sounds awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: It uh I cannot wait to play a game in which I'm actually playing a game.
1: Yeah, yes, I'm, exactly. Yep. that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it is. It's it's something that we're happy with. Uh, you know, we're pretty much as far as we can tell, we're pretty much the first people to release an actual game. Uh, and I know I keep saying actual game, but that's just <laughs> to differentiate between what's happening so far and what's hopefully happening. Uh, not just with us in the future, but with many others in the future as well hopefully
0: i hope so well um i think that's all the questions i have for you at this stage is there anything else you wanted to mention
1: uh, just you know uh, feel free to drop by our community anytime we're always uh, there we're always chatting uh, any questions you ask uh, will be answered uh, no matter how tough they may be um but otherwise yeah just feel free to check us out at dragoncrypto.io uh, we have all of the links there um and yeah otherwise Please feel free to check out our beta. We have gameplay on YouTube. Um, uh, a few Twitch streamers have also tw- uh, streamed some uh, gameplay. And uh, yeah. Um I, I think that's that's pretty much everything. Uh, I, I'm, I'm no go going to sit down after this and go, oh, I should have mentioned these 25 <laughs> different things, and uh, yeah. you know, I'm going <laughs> to kick myself. But uh, I think we got most of the important points uh, across, which is affordability, uh, sustainable tokenomics, uh, accessibility, uh, and kind of just a welcoming community. Uh, that's also something that needs to be pointed out. Our community is very helpful, very welcoming. Uh, we don't really. You know, mute anybody or kick anybody, regardless of the questions they ask. Uh, We're always, you know, we we welcome anything that, uh, uh, we welcome everyone, basically. Uh, So, yeah, um, drop by and say hi. And obviously, thank you very much for having us here, uh, for having us on. No, no worries. No, definitely will be, if I'm not already part of the Discord,
0: we'll join, check it out. And uh, no, I cannot wait to end of 2022 to see this progress. Um, (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thank you for making the time. It was great to talk to you.
1: Yeah, no, it was great being here. And yeah, thank you very much. No worries. Bye. All right. Take care now.